Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days for the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art of Shaco. With it, keeping the beats on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Yes sir You're now tuned in to The Fix Your source of faith infused Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry Right here on Sirius XM Channel 154 Holy Culture Radio It's your boy DJ Focus checking in Hey, it's your girl Dice Gamble in the building Checking in New week, new week Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. yeah Wake up, wake up with us Please, now. Wake up. Okay. How was that weekend? How was that weekend, Dice? Oh, my weekend was fantastic. You know, this was our anniversary weekend, so just hanging out downtown Chicago, getting to check out the sights and scenes. We had things booked, and then they had a lot of Palooza as well, so we got to see, you know, we we like to people watch. I think you said this before about you and your wife, like, bruh, the things we saw, we cannot unsee, but Chicago did not disappoint, and you do not owe me anything, Okay. <laughs> You cannot see some of that stuff. That's one of the realest lines I know. Yeah, it's like Can't wow. See that? That's what I get for being nosy. That's what I tell my wife. That's what I get for being nosy. I should have stayed over this table. Lord help me. What is been doing over there? I said, Ooh. I said, honey, man, she has on a um, skin colored uh, yoga pants. I was like, that's weird. He was like, honey, she don't have on pants. <laughs> Bless the Lord. I'm comfortable, huh? It was out. Here's the thing. Um, we did have a few people. Adia was here, though. Okay. Yeah, she was here. There was a couple other Christian artists that were actually here that performed. So I was excited about it. I was like, man, I don't think anybody knew, you know. Um, I don't know if K-Drama performed, but he was here in Chicago a few days back. So, you know, I, I just love how we're getting some traction with these festivals and things like that. They're not Christian festivals, but if there's a stage and the artist is artists ready they get an opportunity so the game is changing so i'm i'm excited about it <laughs> well you know you know that's a beautiful thing i'm glad you brought that up that you know some of our gospel and christian hip-hop artists and urban gospel singers are getting uh opportunities on stages that are not christian come on now because that goes into our real talk conversation we're gonna have today well, won't the god won't god won't do god it do, won't, won't you really do it <laughs> So, yeah, we've been getting DMs. We've been getting flooded dice. So, yeah, okay. that, hey, listen, first of all, thank you, everybody, who's been flooding us with Real Talk topics. Listen, yeah. we want y'all to continue to flood us with them. We want to talk about the things that you guys want to hear us talk about. So, come on. We're going to uh, start doing more promo for it for Real Talk topics. And, hey, mm -hmm. you got a Real Talk topic, mm -hmm. please DM us. Please, please. email us. So, so, hit the email. So, one that went across uh, that we're going to talk about today, should Christian artists make music 
with secular artists and does it affect the fruit in the song so yeah me and the dice you know me and dice about to go in on this week you know mm. so you know everybody always gets on me because Come i on. did I, I did i changed uh, our tag uh the, the after the first year so the first year um anybody who knows and goes back with us eight years back uh the fix was was actually spelled different it was actually spelled t-h-a-f-i-x so if you look it up you can find old content on everywhere out there the fix yeah also it was your source for christian hip-hop and urban gospel so i changed the christian hip-hop to faith infused okay for this reason, because I notice, uh, and you know, you guys might don't agree with me, but we're gonna talk about it today. Okay. When I saw Chance the Rapper go on the Grammys and Ooh. bring Kirk Franklin out and, and Tamala Man out and sing um the song um uh, that he sung there, mm. he could have sung any song he wanted. It's the Grammy performance. He could have sung any song he wanted. He literally sung a song of faith. Everything in that song speaks to um jesus let's be very clear so no that changed the game for me come on <laughs> so come i on. had to go back and say you know what no no i'm playing that how great is our god i believe mm. the name of the song mm-hmm. uh, and i'll fact check that i'll know before we uh talk about i believe it's called how great was our god it's the name of the song by chance the rapper and like i say he had kurt and tamala man there to help you know with the song so i say no 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 uh at the grammy performing a song like this no 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 we got to talk about this this is a win for Jesus. So that's why I changed it to Faith Infused because yes, we do play 90% is Christian hip hop artists. Y'all know it. I ain't got to tell y'all, y'all hear it every morning. But yes, absolutely. I'm going to play some Chance every now and then, some Justin Bieber every now and then, some Slim Thug and, and uh, Lil Flip and yeah, whoever else make, whoever make else. some faith based songs. So listen, this is going to be juicy today. Go ahead and go ahead and text somebody and let them know, yeah, the Big Squad is on. That real talk is about to be off the hook today. And uh, Dice, you know, Dice got these super friends she be bringing by. So we're going to get uh, one of the best producers in the game on. Uh, on the day. Ain't we, Dice? Yeah, you already know. Kato on the track will be hanging out with us today. And I, I, I'm for real. You guys need to keep it locked. Stay tuned. This brother right here is always dropping some gems. And shout out to all things ATL because you guys are uh, uh, holding him down right now. But, um, man, y'all don't want to miss this. He's going to talk about all things pushing through, pushing past, uh, achieving your dreams, and uh, what that really looks like. So you, you guys are going to hear some game for those of you who are producers, artists, and all of that. Um, take take a listen. I mean, but his story is fantastic and just i don't know man you're gonna love the message today just what he's went through and how god's brought him through so y'all hang tight hang yeah, tight please hang tight and of course yes we know the stellar awards did re-air this weekend bt stellar tv so of course we got the recap on everything stellar awards you know the mm-hmm. squad was there and we had a ball so we got a lot to talk about about that recap that the stellar experience i pray y'all watched it uh, it please go to uh, stellar.com because I believe they will be re-airing it some more times. Okay. So you have to check your local listings on uh, go to stellar.com to see what uh, TV uh, um, channels they will be uh, re-airing on. But I know it did come on for everybody who caught it either on Stellar TV or BET mm. this weekend. Mm. Come on, let's talk about it. We got to recap. So listen, let's get into this music. Of course, you know our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source for faith infused hip hop, R and B, and poetry. And uh, we got one special today, don't we, Dice? Honestly, Focus, this is um, my top producer that we've had on the show thus far. I'll be honest Ooh. with you. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. You know, I ain't giving nobody the accolades, but uh, you know, 
ATL all day. Uh, but not just that. Being in and out of studios, you hear of which producer is doing what and at a very high level, especially when you're in those professional studios, you know what I mean? So uh, a name, and this, ironically, this is like 10 years ago, his name popped up in a studio. And I was like, who's Kato? You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody knows who, who Kato is. I mean, but his name was already floating around. Now, if you go online right now and you put his name in, there's nowhere that you can't find his name. So I'm just honored, I'll be real with you, to have one of the hottest, and I'll put him in the top 10 right now, a producer's period who are doing things that nobody else is doing and at super high level. So welcome, welcome to the studio. P- please put your hands together for Kato on the track right now. What y'all. an introduction. Damn. Kato, it's not a game. Thank Come on, guys. man. Focus. Thank you. Thank you all for having Come. me. Uh, Listen, when you put when you put the work in, man, it's, it's evident. Like Dice said, like, we ain't playing no games, man. Everybody know what you're doing. Everybody see how you move, man. And uh, mm-hmm. that's yeah, good that you've yeah. been putting it in for a long, long period of time because that's something we definitely want to highlight about, talk about today when we talk about putting in the work. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But, Kato, can you, can, like, give a little bit back here about your background? Because here's the thing. When you're online, I've been, I've been following. So I've been watching you be very transparent about the whole yeah. process. But, like, like how did you how did you even come to like hey i'm gonna do this and i'm about to do it and i'm about to show everybody while i'm doing it because everybody doesn't give anybody like insight to what they're doing they just kind of like you know you think they blew up you see them on tv and you're like wow okay you've been doing it but you've been dragging everybody with you (laughs) so give us a little bit of that background i mean i've been doing it for a long time probably you know 15 plus years now and um you know, I'm in Atlanta and, and pretty much when I moved to Atlanta, I didn't know a single person here, uh, but I started going out and, you know, meeting artists at open mic events and meeting other producers and uh, just kind of grew from there. And somehow I made it onto the internet <laughs> and I just started running with the social media content and I saw the value and I saw the importance of like how important it is to leverage social media to build your brand and I saw what all the artists around me were doing you know because I was like heavily involved in like the come up of a lot of independent artists like Jaron Benton like Joyner Lucas um Hobson Token like all these guys before they had their moments I was I was right there. And so I saw what a lot of them were doing and how they were getting their music out and connecting with their fans. And I saw that as an opportunity um, for myself and just for other producers in general to like step out from behind the scenes and build your own brand and your own platform and um, ultimately your own business. So very very lucky and fortunate at this point to have built a seven-figure business uh as a music producer and as you know a brand that i've spent a decade plus um building and and creating so you know i've worked with a lot of very talented uh artists grammy Come nominated on, throw out there. platinum artists you know like uh joiner lucas i mentioned jaron mm-hmm. um, snoop dogg e40 too short ice cube mount westmore that whole crew um jack harlow uh taiga wu-tang clan i've worked with brands like facebook spotify um beat stars walmart capital one 
United Masters, like list goes on and on. So, you know, I'm I'm very fortunate and lucky. No, that's real, and, and, and we definitely appreciate you uh, sharing the journey of working with all those different artists and different brands. What's been that one moment for you though? Like, when did you finally like know like no, this is this is a real thing? Like, I'm not just like you know what I'm saying your your back your your basement producer. I'm a officially like. Mm-hmm people recognize my work and everything I've done like when did you know that moment like oh this is serious there were a couple moments bro it's funny because you know looking over a a career that's lasted 10-15 years there have been so many good moments so many bad moments but I think the moment probably one of the earliest moments I realized that my music was reaching you know an audience outside of my own bubble was when I started working with Jaron Benton. And I just kind of met him like doing open mics and events in the underground Atlanta scene. And uh, we started working on music together. And, you know, I produced a lot of his early mixtapes and projects. And they really started getting out there. And this was kind of in the blog era. Y'all remember when like blogs (laughs) were really big and you know, every every artist wanted to have their music in blogs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so his music started like making his rounds on the internet and people started paying attention. And he eventually signed to an independent label called Funk Volume and had the opportunity to tour around the nation. And he just reached out to me and he was like, yo, do you want to be my tour DJ slash hype man? Like, you already know my music. You've produced all my, all my songs. So we went on on the road and just had a crazy time touring you know that was my first tour experience on the road with jaren and mm-hmm. uh for anyone that knows jaren he's like he's a wild dude <laughs> so we had some pretty crazy times just touring and just being in front of like people you know i never had that experience seeing people like know your songs and know your music and your beats like word for word and jaren would shout me out in a lot of his songs and so people would know my name before i even met them you know and that was mind-blowing to me to experience that in like different cities in kansas city like the most random places in the u.s to have people like recognize your name and your music was just was crazy it is insane i'm excited by it but I wanted to ask you this question today for sure, because I was like, nobody teaches like you. So it's 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 weird because I've gone, I paid to be on panels. I paid to be in events where they had panels, you know, like you, you yeah. you're always like trying to get this knowledge when you're an artist or a producer. But you have given away so much like I can't even. If, if there was a young producer who said, hey, how do I go about this? I would just say, hey, go follow Kato. Like literally. Yeah. And then, I mean, and you've put out that much content, like step by step. This is how I did it. It'll probably work for you. What, what even makes you want to do that? Because especially being in Atlanta, because <laughs> trust me, I, you were hard pressed to find anybody who has time for anybody else in Atlanta when when they do what you do. So like what yeah. makes you you know really want to do that for people? I. I'm just not like one of those, I'm not a gatekeeper. You know what I mean? Like I I believe in sharing, I believe in sharing information with the next generation of artists and producers and 
musicians. I think it benefits everyone. You know what I mean? Like if if um, if certain things are are if certain groups or people are taking advantage of a community that I'm a part of. I see that as a disadvantage for everyone. You know, that's a disservice to everyone, especially if you can learn from those those mistakes or those lessons that you've already experienced. Like, why not help the the next generation? I I fully believe in that. So um, that's kind of been my thing since day one. Ever since I started building a platform on social media, I had no problem just talking about my experiences. And then the more I realized you know people relate with those experiences um i kind of just made it an ongoing thing where i'm gonna share everything like i'm gonna talk about everything i'm gonna share about everything that i've experienced and i think it it helps everyone that's good listen dj that is good dj focus dice gamble you tap into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop army and poetry we gotta go to a quick break we coming right back with more from cato on the track keep it locked you tune into the fix and the fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. We still got the super producer, Kato, on the track on with us right now this morning. So, Kato, come on, talk about it. Um, we got to talk about this production. I, I think a lot of people don't understand how important production is at times so yeah. what's 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 one of the most important things and you being a producer being around for a long time uh if you were training or or mentoring an up-and-coming producer what's that first thing you would tell them about being a producer that they need to know i think first of all i would say tap into a sound that is uniquely and authentically you you know what I mean? I think as a producer, as someone that helps the artist really create a vibe, right? Um, the most special moments that I've had in my career when I'm producing or in the studio with an artist have been when like the the unique sound of that artist really cuts through on on the production. So I always tell producers like, figure out what your sound is, you know, tap into like, spend a lot of time just honing in on your craft and understanding what it is that you do and, and spend a lot of time working with artists too, you know, like, don't be afraid to step out and jump in the studio with uh, a random artist that you've never met before. Cause I think those have also been some of my dopest experiences, like getting in the studio with artists that I haven't worked with before. And a lot of times it was like I was kind of apprehensive because I I didn't know what the vibe would be or if we'd, you know, click like that. But a lot of times, like you'd be surprised how much dope chemistry comes out of those types of sessions. So um, I think just tapping into your sound and um just trying to create something unique, you know? Mm -hmm. Focus usually asks this question, and I know you're under a lot of pressure uh, these days concerning the things you have to do. And um, like I said, you've been very transparent and, and even showing people like when you've moved from one place to the, in, to the next, like how are you able to balance that 
from a mental health perspective saying, okay, I know I have to stay true to who I am. And it's very, very easy to just go cookie cut these beats nowadays, you know, like, you know, what's working and you know, what can play behind the next dude. And and so it's kind of like, like what, like, what are some tips that you could even give people uh, or like, what keeps you there? Like, okay, this is how Kato stays in Kato land, you know, like, yeah, um, yeah. instead of falling. Mm -hmm. I think it just has to come from a place of like, you loving music genuinely Mm. you know because if you're chasing something you're you're always going to have that feeling of like i'm not i'm not doing enough or i'm not you know it always just feels kind of off Mm -hmm. and you're going to hit that ceiling of um of like like you said like not feeling adequate so i think me as someone who started producing and making music just out of a love for doing it that's always been my north star that's always my gps is like if i don't love this i'm not going to do it so i think you got to kind of take the pressure off of yourself to attain certain accolades or you know um or create like this this legacy or make x amount of dollars or you know it's like take all the pressure of that off of yourself and just create Mm -hmm. i think if you always start from that place you're gonna the the results follow automatically um because people are able to see and hear that passion and ultimately you're gonna create something dope because it's 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 coming from a different place you know what i mean so uh that's always been my thing is just like if I don't love it, what am I doing? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's good. That's good. Yeah, that's real good. Sure. I did want to ask because you, you know you said you're from Virginia, of course. You know you brought up Pharrell Williams. I wanted to hear you know your thoughts and opinions. You've been around. You've been doing music a lot uh, for a long time. Pharrell Williams too, as well, has been doing music a long time. He has recently um, started to do more faith based music. I know he mm-hmm. has a gospel choir. He had a Netflix uh, special and everything. And even on the uh, Louis Vuitton Men's Fashion mm-hmm. Week, the biggest track that was playing was an inspirational track called "Joy." Have you ever uh, dabbled and done some gospel or some like Christian hip hop? You in Atlanta? I don't know if you're familiar with Reach Records and Lecrae and some of those artists. But mm-hmm. like, is that mm-hmm. something that you would want to get into? to doing producing more for some faith-based artists gospel artists absolutely and i've been to reach records uh lecrae wasn't there when i when i was there but you know um i know ace who's one of the the anrs at, at come on reach. Now. everybody yeah. knows ace. come on no, now. <laughs> everyone knows ace so ace shout out ace, to ace ace and dre you yeah. know ace or you know dre no dre yeah 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 so he he brought me in one day and i got to meet you know a bunch of people there they have a super dope just movement and facility and I, I i love what they're doing honestly and they're they're such like good people i think that was the first thing mm. that made an impression on me like everyone's so nice i, I guess mm-hmm. it's the whole christian thing like everyone's so <laughs> nice so nice <laughs> everyone's super nice like no one was you know no weird vibes no, 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 cussing you out or cussing you out or trying to throw something at you in the right. studio right, right, right. you know sometimes you'll pull up to the studio and the vibes are super weird and like but it was none of that at reach so they were super uh just good people you know but Do yeah you think i'm definitely that- open to that 
Yeah, no, um, from from where you sit, because you have a different view. Let, let's just be honest. You have a view that we don't see probably for like two years, three years, you know, that's going to come down the pipe. <clears throat> and uh, concerning like a reach records or anything like that. And it's crazy because you put your beats out there and you have people do these freestyles or like, let me see what you can do. And I've even yeah. seen you know, faith-based artists jump on, on that and just eat that up. But like, do you even see any room for that? I mean, like in, in your professional mind where you're like, I could see where that could be, you know, or where that could actually blow up to be a, t- a type of vibe, you know? A hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, what's funny is the, the times that we're in right now, there's space for anything. Like, whether you're making faith-based Christian hip-hop music or country music or a fusion of country hip-hop or some other new type of genre, like that's the thing about being an artist or a musician in 2023 is there's literally a niche for anything you want to do. You can rap about anime, like you can rap about whatever it is that you're interested in there is an audience and a demographic for it. And there's a way for you to reach that demographic too, which is amazing, which is what I like I've seen. I've been introduced to a lot of these different interests and demographics through my duet challenges that I put out there, you know, cause I see so many people from all walks of life and interests like rapping and singing about different things over my beats and some of it is funny some of it is like you know serious or heartfelt or you know just dropping bars like there's just so many lanes to do what you love to do now and that's what i think the great thing about um today's kind of music environment is it's like you can literally do anything you want and there's an audience for it what some of the what some of the skills that you think uh, a producer needs as far as for leadership skills? Let's be very clear. You, you know, you have to over you have to look at lyrics, and sometimes you writing lyrics and and you producing. Sometimes you are dealing with some artists that are probably like you say, just not paying attention to what you you're asking them to do. They they're not doing it at the level you know it should be done at. Seriously, no. I, I, I'm just being honest. I know I've been in the studio and I've mm-hmm. seen confrontations between producers and artists like go bad. So like, yeah. what's some leadership skills that you could give to an uh, up-and-coming producer to tell them listen you need to have these things to be able to operate with these different artists i think if you want to walk out of that studio with the best music possible it's important to just leave your ego at the door um you can't walk into a studio thinking that you know everything and you know more than everyone else in that room. It's just never going to go right. Like my job as a producer is to walk in there and help the artists create their vision. And at the same time, hopefully execute on my vision as well. And that's kind of like more of a collaboration, right? So it's not so much, um, it's not so much, you know, like trying to dictate anyone's creative energy it's a collaboration and if your main job is to make the best music possible you have to be an efficient collaborator so i think just leaving your ego at the doors is the biggest thing can't walk in there with ego it's not it's not gonna go well (laughs) kato have you ever had to turn down a project uh 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've turned down projects. I've turned down collabs, whether it's, you know, because the timing wasn't right or I had other projects going on or maybe I was on tour um, or honestly, maybe sometimes just the budget, the budget wasn't there. Um, it all kind of depends. And again, like my whole thing is just doing things that I love. Right. So if I don't feel passionate or if I don't feel like it's the right project, then I'm not going to do it. He brought up the money. Can we bring up the money question? Because this <laughs> is, go. yeah, Please. let's, let's get talk it. About the well, bread. Yeah, talk let's about talk about the bread. bread. Well, I mean, even, even for us, and I'm going to keep this short because I know we, you know, we didn't have you for a minute, but there are some songs we can't play on serious because of the quality and you're sitting here yeah. like man you guys have been hyping this song up and you're doing all this work but you just paid for a, a little beat star beat 25 dollars, and then you come over here and it don't it's not mixed you know what i'm saying like it's not separated it's not like our frustration we get frustrated with artists all the time but can you please just give me a little bit and explain to people the why you know when you're talking about good production like why it may cost you a little, a little bit of money. Yeah, I mean, I think that. Um, Shout out to B Stars. I have some of your beats, but the point is, I'm getting them tracks separated. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Shout out to B Stars. My my good friend Abe is uh, mm-hmm. CEO of that company. But um, yeah, it's important. It's important. I mean, look, that's like that's your product at the end of the day. That is how you are going to be represented as an artist or as a musician or as a producer. So it's important that your product is good if you want it to stand out, you know, and I get it. Like some artists are not there yet. Some artists are not ready to invest their money and their time and energy. Like someone like me, you know, like, um, and, and maybe they'll get there, but I think to stand out today, you have to have a good product and getting a good mix on your song, getting a good mix on your beat, having the track outs and the stems and having an engineer like professionally track and record and and mix it and master it. That product is going to stand out more than something that isn't. Maybe you ripped it off YouTube or or ripped one of my uh, beat challenges off of TikTok. And that's like what you're walking into the studio with. And it's just not going to cut it. You know what I mean? So uh, it's it's all about just having a good product. And um, again, it goes back to being unique and, and having something unique sonically. Listen, Kato, we appreciate you rocking with us, man. Please tell the people how they connect with you and follow you on all your social media platforms before we let you all go. At Kato Producer, K-A-T-O Producer, one word, hit me, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, I'm everywhere. And thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me. This was dope. Come on, bro. Thank you. Absolutely. We want to continue to to, to push, uh, you know, the the envelope of great production. We talk about it on our side. We know it's, you know, the mainstream has been doing it for a long time. And I know it should just be music, but that's not the real reality. We, you know, we're more in the gospel faith-based side. And then the main industry has been doing something powerful for a long time. And we're doing powerful things too, but we need to have people like you come over who have been working on the mainstream to tell, listen, this is what it is. Whether you receive it it or not, this is what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's why we appreciate you coming on and talking to our listeners so they can hear from somebody who's already certified. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, anytime. Much anytime. Much respect. Absolutely. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We got into a quick break. We'll be right back. Keep it locked. You're tuning into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. And it's time to get real in these streets. And uh, we got one for y'all today. We appreciate y'all waking up with us. Well, let's talk about it. Um, a lot of people have been DMing us, and we appreciate the DMs. Continue to send us uh, topics to talk about. We want to continue to have some stuff to talk about because the people want to hear, um, you know, some topics that uh, sometimes we talk about, sometimes we don't. But we're going to retouch this one, Dice. Um, should Christian artists do music with secular artists? And I think a lot of times a lot of people have issues with this because... We kind of feel like, you know, some, you know, uh, mainstream artists don't have a relationship with God or, you know, they don't see the fruit of the relationship because, you know, they're still maybe caught up in the, you know, whatever it is, sex, drug and rock and roll, whatever y'all want to call it, the the main stuff. And, um, you know, everybody wants to to see the immediate transition. But I don't know if you're going to see that right away. I know for me, Dice, I can just speak for myself. When I rededicated my life to Christ, uh, my reason was to really grow an authentic relationship with him. But I struggled for, I would probably say, the first year when you talk about me trying to, you know, I was a weed head. I smoked black and miles. I smoked Newports. Um, I drunk a lot. So, you know, it was a it was a transition for me to kind of like suddenly stop everything. So I kind of like weeded, weaned myself off of, you know, a little bit of the smoking, a um, little bit of the drinking. Then I, you know, I backslid a little bit, went back. Then I, you know, went back to it again. But it was almost like a year process for I can say by 06, I, I can say since 2006, I've been pretty much in a good place to where my spirit man was built up to fight off the temptation of giving in to the recreational, you know, alcohol and and drugs I was consuming. So I say that to say, I was so grateful that the elders and the deacons at the church didn't give up on me because I would go to them and say, man, listen, I feel short today. I'm be honest with you. I smoked me two, three doobies and they were good. I I promise you. Roll tight. <laughs> yeah, it was smoke, smoke, smooth. Right, Anybody right. know me? I, I was a swisher sweet man. I know y'all like them optimals and backwoods wow. for all my my. I was uh, a swisher sweet man. So, I, I, oh, you, you okay? Bless your yeah, life with yeah. the Garcia bag. I, I was not a green leaf smoker. I yeah. needed mine to be a swisher sweet. And when I rolled that sweet and fired it up, I promise you, the enemy had me stuck for a while, boy. My mindset. I, I used to tell people. If you just now uh, join and you don't know my testimony, I used to tell people, I said, I probably give up everything, but I'm going to smoke some weed to the day I die. I used to say that I, I, when I say all the time, it didn't matter. As long as my mama and daddy wasn't around when I said it, I, yeah. everybody else knew. And they probably knew, heard, you know, heard from other people that I said it, but I ain't never said it in front of my people. So I, that was just reverence mm. and respect for my mom and my daddy. I just certain things I just mm. would say around my mom and daddy. I don't care how grown I was. Yeah, That's I, ain't, right. I don't respect. care nothing about respect. that. So, yeah, um, you know, that that's why I, I brought I brought that up. I brought up some some some, some life some life testimony because I think uh, a lot of people need to realize 
if we don't make music with these secular artists, when do they get discipled? Because I, I always argue, Dice, we are critics. And I used to be this way. Anybody who used to listen to the show, when I first came on, I was firing brimstone. I was going at them. They need to stop. They need to repent. They need to stop. They need to repent until life happened to me. And I said, well, wait a minute. I need to repent. <laughs> Lord, help me. You know what happened when life happened to you? And, and then I understood the importance of a relationship because I remember, like I say, I saw I brought up the elders and the deacons at my church. They really walked with me. They really uh, held me accountable to a way I didn't feel like it was judgment, even though it was, you know, we had hard conversations, but it was real. It was like they didn't shun me away. You know what I'm saying, Dice? Well, good. I mean, I, I have been blessed to have men and women of God in my life who understood it wasn't what I was doing. It was the fact I wasn't doing what God wanted me to do. So that's that's the big difference here. You know, um, you know how I feel about this conversation. This is probably one of the most disappointing points of view of arrogance in the Christian community when it comes to who we partner with or do things with. We don't even have a faith if there are no sinners. We don't even have a faith if if, if sin isn't running rampant. Like we don't even have a purpose. <laughs> you feel me? So it's like, why would I? There's no perfect world. This world ain't about to be perfect. So let's let that idea go. Uh, and the Bible is very clear about everybody who hears. They're not going to come into the fold. Um, but the harvest is plenty. And that's the problem here for me. So it's like, you don't get to pick and choose. This ain't a cherry pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're called to to go. How will they know if we don't go? How are they going to hear if we don't teach? And there was no description here. Sex, race, color, origin, preference. There was, there's no there's no line here that says you go to these people. <laughs> so I'm. It, 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 it's very disappointing to me, especially those of you who are in the streets like me. And my ministry is way more street than it is church even though i'm very effective in church it's just on the streets it's easy because that's what i know that i can easily speak to people who you know i'm saying been through some of the things i've been through but it's like we are instructed to humble ourselves before the lord and it will be him who lifts us up and that's in james four and six so i don't know if we're looking for this accolade like we're just so holier than now or clean or perfect it's weird and then first peter five and five we're told to clothe ourselves with humility towards one another so not even just towards god towards one another so you have to approach people and everything that you're doing in life with a sense of okay god has you somewhere god had me somewhere i get it you know what i'm saying like we might not be in the same place at once however we're still commanded to to give our testimony and talk about the gospel so it's like what i don't understand it here's the thing I'll give you this picture because it's so funny while we were waiting um, to talk about this subject. You know, I was really praying that I just wouldn't cuss while we were talking about this because I was like, Lord, please. It angers me so people have turned me away, you know, and I've forgiven them. But I'm just saying when I wasn't perfect, when I wasn't ready, when I wasn't talking right, when I wasn't doing right. And it was just like, wow. But thank God I had enough people in my life who said, no, baby, that ain't God. You know what I'm saying? That's not the love of God. But I, ha- I haven't kicked out of churches, folks. We talked about this. You know what I'm saying? Just the hurt that could have possibly existed. You know, I'm I'm, f- I'm grateful to God that I had people in my life who were like, nah, the interaction you had, that's not the interaction that God really wanted you to have. That was a person who felt like they could judge you and condemn you right there on the spot in front of so many people. You know, um, 
to your point, who's going to be able to reach these people? Because they're not coming to church. They ain't even thinking about it. They ain't showing up on Sunday. They ain't coming to Wednesday night prayer meeting. They ain't even going to get on the Zoom. They're not even trying to log on on Sundays. Good luck. So it's like, if we could infiltrate, think about this. Think about every person in the entertainment world who does music or performs at a high level. What happens when each one of those artists do a song with uh, Dietrich Haddon, Ty Tribbett, Kurt Franklin, Jay Moss? Everybody has a song on their next up and coming album. How many people does the church actually reach via working with an artist who is not a Christian artist? Now you have the ear of each and every one of these artists' audience. And I'm talking about the audiences, the Taylor Swifts that sell out, the Beyonce's that sell out, $5,000 tickets, 8 million people at an event, just ridiculous numbers. But you're so arrogant. You're so prideful and perfect. You would never get in the studio with them. Are you Ooh. crazy? Ooh. The disrespect. That's why I'm like, who do you think you are? Jesus came for you. You know what I'm saying? In your filth and your sin and your dirt and your triflingness. But yet you can't go do the same. That's it, it, it. That's why I said, Lord, forgive me. Cause the things I, you know, it just angers me focus. That's why I'm like, I don't care what religion you are. I really don't. But when it comes to Christianity, our calling is different. And our behavior is to resemble Christ's behavior. Not now one of the disciples was saved when Jesus got here. Uh, they were in full-blown crucifixion of Christians. And yet still, they were approached and forgiven and discipled. And it's crazy how we just can't do the same. It's like, what? Are you, what? So, yeah, I just think that if you really, truly are following Jesus, you do what Jesus did. Now, if you're just weak because you still stuck, you still out here smoking, drinking and at a strip club. No, you can't go hang out with a with Kendrick Lamar or whoever else. You can't go out. You can't be out there because you ain't gonna be able to handle it. So, no, please don't take your behind to the studio. OK, don't do it because you're going to get pulled. You're going to get pulled right back in. And here you go, you know, throwing 20s. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be on Instagram tomorrow. Your whole church going to be shut down. So please, yes, if you're not ready, don't do it. But only people who, it's so crazy. Cause, and I hate to just end it in that sentence right there. But think about some of the most loving and saved individuals. Here's the thing. I could put Pastor Mike Jr. on stage at Beyonce's concert and it would be over. I could put Jazzy Faye and, uh, what's his name? Jalon? Jalon? Jalon. Listen, and people be like, oh my gosh, y'all can't believe who opened up for Beyonce. It would be over. And trust me, it's going to be straight up ministry afterwards. Straight up ministry. So that's why I'm like, y'all, we're thinking incorrectly. And it's sad because it's the church to think like that. Because here's the thing, the people that's unsaved and are lost, they love it when we come and show up. And every time there's a song that worships, worships and praises God in a secular atmosphere, People just love it. We were sitting here watching the 85 South show. It was like the little comic comedy show, right? With the brothers. Mm -hmm. And they were just playing church. And then it went sideways because you can't play with God. And when you have enough Christians in a space that begin to worship, the atmosphere changes. At, me and my husband were sitting here like, that's what I'm talking about. That's why we got to show up. You know what I'm saying? We, we got to be in the room. You can't be afraid. You know, fear, that, that ain't of God. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm scared of these people. No. Well. They're just people. So I, I'm sorry. That's my rant. 
it's frustrating for me because I'm like, we're missing the mark by being picky and petty. And, and I'm tired of it. That's I like petty. Like. I like petty. I, I, they ain't even being picky. We're going we gonna to touch this. Listen, DJ Focus, <laughs> Dice Gamble, you see where it's going. We, when we come back, we're going to talk about how, uh, you know, uh, we, we listen, real talk topic today. We're talking about should Christian artists do music with secular artists and does it affect their fruit? But uh, when we come back, we're going we gonna to talk about a little bit about how I, why is it that I see so many Christian artists at secular events then if that's the case so here we go uh, mm. get this music in your spirit we're coming right back with more keep it locked you tune into The Fix and The Fix is in Holy Culture, Holy Culture Radio healing hope and how to welcome back DJ Focus Dice Gamble you tap back into The Fix and uh, yeah we're just having a great conversation today talking about you know should Christian artists make music with secular artists does it affect their fruit and uh dice you brought up a very key point you talked about pastor mike jr mm-hmm. um, the power of him possibly hitting the stage with uh, a beyonce or rihanna oh, yeah. or whoever oh yeah you know um what, what that down. would look like i so so i agree i think it's power in that and and i think we forget about ministry so i talk about it all the time how do we build the relationships then so we we, we, when the Grammy performances come on every year, you have all the believers. Oh, that was a satanic performance. That was a demonic performance. And I agree. I, I told mm-hmm. you, I have called a few times to text some of my friends. I, even text Dice. I say, Dice, you looking at this? Wait a minute, what is going on here? Now, I do agree with that, but if we don't build relationships with them, how do we get a chance to have these conversations with them to ask them questions about why are you using these imagery, you know, the imagery of these different satanic gods or idol gods that we know for a long time have been that in your music videos, in your performances? Like, well, where do we break that barrier? And then I always argue. So we get upset. But we at these concerts. So that's my other thing. Guys. Beyonce on concert right now. And, and I ain't got nothing against Beyonce. So I don't be high. It's don't come after me. It's not her focus. It's no, not. no, no, but I, I'm just getting mad that the same people that say mm-hmm. Christian artists shouldn't do music with secular artists go they to secular concert. Event. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. Which double, one is it? are double minded. I mean, no, I have never been to a Beyonce concert. Um, I'll be honest with you, I would have to have a purpose to be there at this point in all of my knowledge but uh, let me be clear like if you've been on a label or you understand how this goes you don't have any control sometimes of the creative direction that's why when an artist signs on the dotted line they have to know what it says about their wardrobe what do i have to wear what am i required to say where uh what news um events am i required to show up for you know what i'm saying like who can and can't be in my videos you know what i'm saying like you have to understand because they have creative control over you and so an artist could literally be a christian artist but because they sign with a label that says nah i'm gonna get um you know somebody who you know they really say worshiper in here but they're really good at set design they're really good at creating a store like you don't have any control because you already signed on the dotted line so you're a slave you know that's something prince was fighting for he was like man you guys own everything we got to learn and it's this knowledge and education piece here and i'm like i said i'm not defending beyonce i'm not saying she's right or she's wrong trust me she has some control but we all know she does not have all control so here we go but back to christian's who do have control of buying tickets to concerts that they know you know Jesus if Jesus came back right now and you was at this concert you you ain't getting taken home okay <laughs> it's like <laughs> you, you ain't going. going 
You ain't going. You stay right. You stay right huh? here. You stay right here. Okay. Seven years of tribulation. Food. Seven <laughs> years of tribulation. You gonna stay right here. Stay right on here. So it's like we know better. We can do better. And this is the thing that the Christian artists have been screaming and fussing about, folks. We hear it all the time from gospel artists, Christian artists, CHH artists. We need support. We need our community to support us because until our community supports us, everybody else ain't. Because everybody else looking like, man, your people ain't even showing up for you. Why I got, why, why I'm coming? You know, I can't, you can't even get 200 people to come to your show. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, nah, we ain't going to support you and put you in the Sony or the crypto.com arena. We can't do that because you can't even get 20, you know, 20K to show up. Um, I, I just hated that we're not sticking to straight up biblical principles. And here's the thing. People always bring up this, uh, weird idea that, um, things have to be super all the way Christian. And here's the thing. Like I said, Jesus set that clear example that everything you do is not going to be clearly Christian. You know, that is not, we're, we're called to be the light. So we should be in dark places. You know, that's, that's just the fact. It's some things we can't get away from. We try to have this comfortable Christianity and that's why some of us are ineffective. Some of us are Christians and they never, ever led nobody to Christ. You know, I ask people this all the time. I'm like, Ooh. what's your Romans, what's your Romans 10 and eight? What you talking about? I'm like, if I'm lost, could you save me? Could you even direct me to any now scripture that shows me I need to be, I need to come into the fold. Quit playing with me. You know, can I get anything? I don't want to just hear this, uh, you know, John 3, 16, for God's a little, yes. But, and then what's the next steps? Help me out here. Okay. So come on, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like we have to get back to what it is and that's where we're best effective. And I'll be real with you. Uh, the world does love God. It just don't love the God that some, some people have been showing. So that's, Ooh. you know, I, I thank God. I remember forget because we had Nikki on here before. She said, man, y'all got it twisted. Like, you know, hey, gay people love God, but they don't love your God because y'all ain't made it make sense yet. And the way that you act, I don't want to be a part of that because you're not even, I see you out, you out here at the concert with me. You sleeping with such and such on the down line. I can't, I can't trust that you really serve the Lord. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, until we step up and model what Christ looks like differently. And I'm not saying we go and do worldly things, but we do have to pop up in the world. We are in the world. We're not of the world. We're in the world though. We're living in two places at once. So we have to learn to navigate being righteous and holy and kingdom focused while we're here. But if we over here just partying like rock stars five, six days a week, and then we show up on, at church on Sunday, uh, we, our, our witness is tarnished. Let me just put it like that. We are of no effect. And if I see your Instagram where you butt booty naked or you turned up or you smoking and drinking all week, and then you're talking about you want to, no, no, because I need to be delivered. So obviously you ain't, you don't know how to lead me to the God who has the power to deliver me because you still stuck on the things I'm stuck on. So with all that being said, I had this example uh, a long time ago. I brought it up. God gave it to me. Uh, Christians get saved, but you'll still go to a McDonald's. You don't know if the people at McDonald's are Christian making your food, but you still eat it. So it's like, stop being petty with this. You can't (laughs) stop being petty. Like you can't go to a studio session. Please show up. And here's somebody in a McDonald's line right now. Getting huh? two sandwiches, a hash brown, and a coffee. You listening to us, <laughs> ain't you? You right there, right now. Tell the right truth, there. shame the devil. Truth, Text us huh? now. It, it, put us in the DM. I'm at I'm at yeah. Mickey D's. Y'all telling the truth. I'm at Mickey D's. Y'all telling the truth. I don't know if these people love the Lord or not, but I'm over here getting served. So I'm like, stop being petty. You know, show up, love on folk, be in their environment. Because sometimes these people need prayer, man. I remember um 
uh, your boy came on here. Uh, he changed his name to Emmanuel. Yeah, the truth. But before and you before you bring up the truth, let, before you bring up the truth, let's bring up Stephen Malcolm. I think Stephen Malcolm is a great example. Last year, last summer, he did the song with Snoop Dogg, Summertime. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. soon as he did that song, everybody, it was half and half. It wasn't like a lot. Everybody was for him doing that song with Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and he even, we, we got a chance to interview him. He was like, yeah, absolutely. I set the temperature to a mm-hmm. certain extent, but then when I needed mm-hmm. to get out the way, when Snoop maybe wanted to smoke or do whatever he wanted to do, I'm out the way. I got That's out you. the way. But he said he had a chance to have conversations with him yeah. about tape. So without us continuing to bridge that gap and have the conversations, mm-hmm. when do they ever mm-hmm. get there? So yeah, that's a great example. Like I said, we talk about shit Christian artists do Huge. music with secular artists. Absolutely. Stephen Malcolm did the song with Snoop Dogg, Summertime. And look at the Snoop impact of that whole, song. He did a whole Christian album, remember? So I'm just saying, yes. you don't know the, the seeds oh, that you're oh. sowing. The seeds don't, don't, you're don't, sowing. Don't, don't bring up that album because, you know, a lot of the Christian wow. artists didn't uh, agree with that. You know, so, The Christian uh, community. You know, my, and guess what? The people who Snoop has gained their ear, they get to hear a word in the way that they he- hear. So that's what I'm saying. You got to speak to people in their language. That's why we have to have different gen- genres of music. That's why we have to have different types of Christians. That's why we have to have different looks. That's what I'm saying. Like everything can't be cookie cutter and the same because people identify with what they identify with. But I don't want to miss this, uh, Emmanuel, the truth. When he gave that story about how he was going to go witness to his brother and then he ended up killing himself that stuck with me man and i'm like this is what i'm saying so for those of you who are like you keep giving up excuses or i don't want to be over there i don't want to see me with them or i ain't trying to do if god is leading you to go speak to somebody you never know if this person gonna live past tomorrow you don't know if they're gonna make it through the night it's like go be effective be led drop that seed Pray for them, you know, and hey, if you want me to come back on next Tuesday, I'll come back. You know what I'm saying? I can't count how many times I done prayed at a studio. I done prayed for all my little thug friends. I love them. They'll ask me, hey, we about to go uh, over here to Sony. Uh, Dice, can you pray for us? It is an honor, man. Honor in the midst of all of whatever they got going on. It's like to be able to bless people and to actually cover them in a way like you like, man, you don't even know what your word really meant in their heart. You know what I'm saying? You might have saved them from just really making a huge mistake. So it's like we got to stop being, like you said, focus petty as Chris. Stop being petty. You you don't want, you don't want, you ain't got your salvation. You know, you know what this looks like. But other people still need God and they need to see you. You might be the only form of God a person ever sees. You might be the only God, the form of God that a person ever hears. So it's important for you to just give them what you got while you can. And uh, and don't be biased, you know. Y'all blocking y'all blessings out here too. You never know. These people might come back and bless you. You be done bless somebody, turn their whole life around. They come back and give you that $1 million you've been praying and begging God for. Not even realizing that, man, I had no clue 10 years ago, me just praying for such and such on the corner was going to give me this type of return, you know? So blessed are those who give, you know what I'm saying? That's all I got to say. Ain't nothing else to say. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. We got to go to a break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. 
I'm Justin Adams, and this is your To Fix Faith and Sports Report, and the theme for the next two weeks will be on perseverance. Training to improve your abilities requires perseverance, as you must train to the point of exhaustion in order for your body to build new muscle and improve its energy systems. This can be a challenge for the athlete. You must also drill to become good at specific skills. This reminds me of a verse in 1 Corinthians 9, verses 24 through 27. It says this, Don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an internal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I might be disqualified. Again, that's 1 Corinthians 9, verses 24 through 27. All right, let's jump to sports. And before you went to church on Sunday, the United States women's national team was already knocked out of the World Cup. Team USA lost to Sweden 5-4 in penalty kicks, and losing in the round of 16 was the earliest Team USA has ever been knocked out of the World Cup. By the way, Sweden will now play Japan in the next round. To baseball with the Chicago White Sox down the Cleveland Guardians 5-3. Cleveland may have lost the series, but at least they won the fight of the weekend. Just ask Tim Anderson. The Atlanta Braves fall to the Chicago Cubs 6-4. Atlanta, with 70 wins, have the same number of wins now of the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore won their 70th game of the season, beating the New York Mets 2-0 and sweeping that three-game set. Finally, on Thursday, we have two NFL preseason games on deck as the Houston Texans take on the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks host the Minnesota Vikings. I'm Justin Adams, and this has been your DeFix Faith and Sports Report. Now back to DJ Focus and Dice Gamble as The Fix is it. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source of faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. We appreciate y'all waking up with us this morning. Been uh, been fun, but we got to get out of here, Dice. But we can't get out of here without uh, giving that stellar recap. Uh, let's be very clear. The 38th annual Stellar Awards went down uh, in Vegas this year. And uh, the taping and the re-airing of the actual, forgive me, the, 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 the re-airing of the live taping actually went on this week. Stellar TV, as well as BET, and when I tell y'all, this was one for the books, at least for, uh, you know, me and Ice, uh, you know, we, we got a chance to go down there. And when I tell you, uh, they be saying Christians can't have no fun. We had fun. Uh, <laughs> let, let's be very clear. It started off with the celebrity basketball game that Dice and I went down there and took care of that little light work. Yes, you know, we, uh, okay. we played on Bishop Marvin Sapp's team and um, yeah, came it. home with some. The, the, the trophies were so big, I had to carry it like it was a, a, a luggage <laughs> or something. And everybody was when I was getting on the plane. They was like, "What is, what is, what, what did you play? Did you win a trophy that with? Did you win MVP?" Nice. And, and, and everything. Listen, I, the pride almost kicked up about the lie, about yes. the lie. Yeah, I, I won it. I won MVP. I was the best. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I, it was. I thought about it. So I'm gonna be I honest, y'all. Did. Y'all act like them things don't be going through y'all mind. They do. They it do. went through they my do. mind. <laughs> but I told the truth. My wife and backed me up. She was right there. I said, "No, I didn't win MVP, but I am grateful. We were on the winning squad. Mm. These are the trophies for." the celebrity basketball game for the stellar awards and it was a great experience so that itself right there dice i you know i know you want to recap how, how was that experience for you just being able to play on that on that in that game um, i mean it's a highlight of of definitely the year you know what i mean like 
getting to play was ridiculous. Like I, I thought we would maybe be drafted. I did not know we would actually get to play. Here's the thing. And it's, it's just much love to all the players on the team. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of us, you know, so just getting to play and getting to win, obviously being cheered on by the greats, you know, everybody from uh, Bishop Marvin Sapp to Kurt Franklin, like just having people cheer you on and, and be on your side. And here's the thing and all the trash talk that was happening before. I'm just so glad we won because the other team, Y'all, y'all knew y'all was wrong for that. So um, I'm ready for next year. I'm ready for the rematch. And, uh, you know, like we've been discussing offline focus, the practice is real um, and the conditioning is real. And I'm just I'm ready for a blowout. But it was so much fun. Anybody who missed it, please watch it on whatever channel you can watch it on. And don't miss next year's. As soon as the tickets go on sale, please buy 10 tickets. Take everybody you know. You will not be disappointed. There's so much going on all week long. So much entertainment and clean fun, clean entertainment, you know, and it's all night long too. For those of you who want to be out till two o'clock in the morning, go ahead. Be out there with Jesus. Go ahead. I'm going to be at 11, but y'all can <laughs> just hang on out. Hang on out and love the Lord. You know what I'm saying? With your friends and family, just turn it all the way up, praising them and having fun. So if, if you don't take your church, your <laughs> church lady hat off, talk about you going to bed at 11. To bed that's, at 11. That, that's that nurse's guild church lady. Baby, don't don't call this house past ten thirty. Don't no no. The Lord, the Lord don't speak after ten yeah, fifteen. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's right. But, but come on, the uh, the uh, the pre show was amazing too as well. How crazy. good were Travis and Jackie Green hosting that thing? They better be um, back next we, year. I will complain. I, 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 yes, I'll complain you, if they don't come complain. back. <laughs> So you hear that? Listen, Don Jackson, you're listening to us. I know you're listening to us. We want to see uh, uh, Jackie and uh, Travis back. They did a great job. I think they did a very great job. Shouts out to Angel Taylor, too, as well. She got a chance to perform at the pre-show. I know we got a chance to chop up with her, so it's good to see her. That was my first time seeing her ever in uh, live performance. I never got a chance to see. Oh, really? Yeah, I never got a chance to see Trinity 5-7 ever in person, so... Yeah, that was my first time ever seeing her sing in person. So yeah, well, they shut that thing down. They shut yeah. that thing down. It was excellent. It was beautiful. I love it that they. I, I felt like I was at any other award show. I've been to BT Awards and all these other things, and I didn't feel like I was anywhere else. I didn't feel like it was less than. And matter of fact, I felt like I wanted all my friends to see it, you know, so that they could just have fun and just say, "Man, I was really encouraged by it as well." Like that's something you walk away with. And I walked away with it anyway. I was like, man, I even feel better. I didn't come here to feel better. I came here to ball out, shoot these threes, shut this down, get these interviews. But walking away, feeling filled up like you you actually went on a little sabbatical. I love that. That was that was unexpected and definitely a great gift. So, yeah, yeah it was definitely a great gift. Uh-huh. And of course, y'all know we did some media coverage. So, if you, you know, if you want some of them exclusives, uh, please yeah. go to our YouTube channel right now. Please. The Fix Radio Show uh, on YouTube. We uh, got a chance to sit down with uh, the Everybody. host, one of the hosts uh, for the actual uh, live taping for the Stellar Awards. We know it was host by uh, Jonathan McReynolds as well as Tasha oh, yeah. Cobb Leonard. So mm-hmm. we shot, we sat down with uh, Jonathan McReynolds. And that's an exclusive interview, like I say, right on our YouTube channel. How good was Javon Dewan and Jazzy Faye and the track stars? So that was our hip hop. I want to see them again we, next year. Yeah, that they was our hip hop moment. We we they, enjoyed that. Next year. They need to be back next year. They need to do the exact same song because people will know that song next year. Uh, but they shut that thing down. But the song is fire. But the fact they they performed that song. Oh man, like that is a classic. That's that's it's BT worthy, it's Super Bowl worthy, and um, 
it was just an honor to see it at the Stellars. You know what I mean? Just everything. Lights, camera, action, fire, everything. Like, yes, give me all of what I'm used to seeing at a secular event, but let us glorify God in this moment. Like that is nothing better than that. It just nothing. it was it was fire. Yeah. Nothing at all. Mm-hmm. We know Pastor Mike Jr. uh took home the, the Too most many hardware. Good grief. Eight of them, right? How he ship them home? I got questions. He need a whole nother suitcase. Cause like you said, focus. Them things is heavy. I picked up the stellar. Come on, man. They weigh, they weigh like 35. It has to be 35 40 pounds on a gold. Go ahead. No, no, Dice. I should say we on our way there. He's, he's in a, he's a, no, 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 it's okay. You know, our bag is coming. So he's in a different bag category. So that, that, that that ain't nothing to him. That's a, that's a, that's a nice, uh, that's a night out, you know, uh, going buying some dinner for Pastor Mike Jr. He buy his wife, uh, two, three bags at a time from Right, right. There we go. Right. So, 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 uh, sending those, uh, uh, Stella's home. That's, listen, he's in a blessed, he's in a blessed place. Uh, who, who, uh, let's do a recap of, uh, everybody who won real quick for the people. We know Pastor Mike Jr. won eight of them. Well, yeah, yeah, artist of the year. Uh, he also won for song of the year. Uh, and then he also won for male artist of the year. Albertina, Albertina Walker won female artist of the year. Um, dual course group of the year was won by Maverick City, Kurt Franklin, Kingdom Book One. New artist of the year was actually Lena Bird Miles. Boom, boom. Album of the year. Here we go. Pastor Mike Jr. once again. Choir of the year was Brent Jones. Nothing else matters. Um, producer of the year, Ty Tribbett and Joseph Bethea. Contemporary duo, chorus group of the year, Maverick City came through again. Contemporary male artist of the year, boom, Pastor Mike Jr. Traditional male artist of the year, Zacardi Cortez. Shout out to Cardi Cardi, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, contemporary female artist of the year, Doe brought that home. Uh, much love to you, Doe. Contemporary album of the year, Pastor Mike Jr. Traditional album of the year, Imprint. Cardi, Zacardi Cortez, once again, Urban Inspirational Single and Performance of the Year, When I Pray by Doe. Music Video of the Year, Mr. McClure, Michael McClure, Andre Rudolph, Antonio Minifield, Black Smoke Music Worldwide. Um, this, this, Focus, we can't just keep running running off all these. There's too many awards to uh, talk no, about. No, that, that's enough. Church Clothes, Church Clothes, shout out. We've got to do the hip-hop one. Rap, or hip-hop, gospel, yeah, album of the year. Love Christ. So shout out to everybody, all the quartets, Keith Wonderboy Johnson, who won that uh, youth project of the year, the Detroit Youth Choir. Um, I'm just saying this thing goes on and on. All things new, uh, man, recorded music packaging of the year. I didn't even know that was a thing. Praise and worship album of the year, him, Stasha Cobbs, Leonard. It was just crazy. You have to be there. Uh, and sh- listen, Zakari Cortez, this is three that I count right here on this list. Praise and worship song of the year. So mm-hmm. he, he came through like a beast too, but Black Sheep, once again, Pastor Mike Jr., rap hip hop song of the year. They brought that home. I mean, so, it just goes so on that, and on and on. Go so, ahead. So just, just think about that. That's Black Smoke. So Zakari. Zakari and Pastor Mike are both under Kerry Douglas Black Praise. Smoke label. So Abraham all the Stellas. And, and, and Javon Dewan uh, uh performed and he's under Kerry Douglas too as well in Black Smoke. So Jeez. yeah, you know, I'm just saying that don't don't be a hater, be a congratulator. Jeez, uh, congratulations. Black Smoke kinda <laughs> doing their thing right now. I mean, you gotta give credit when credit's due. When you hot, you hot. So yeah. right now, yeah, Black Smoke fire. is uh yeah. is pretty hot. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> Listen, uh, we appreciate uh, our brother Cato on the track uh, stopping by today, Dice. He, he, he dropped them gems, Dice. And uh, if you missed it, you just now tuning in. If you own the app, please hit rewind. If yeah, you yeah. are not and you're listening to your car, please, tomorrow morning, 
go to holyculture.net and hear the replay because Kato on the track, he dropped some nuggets for Come all of our artists, especially if you're an artist. If yeah. you're an artist listening to me then to right now, mm-hmm. listening to the sound of me and Dice's voice, we're telling you we want to bring more industry standard producers on on purpose. You guys yeah. need to understand the music needs to sound sonically good. Yes. If it's not, people are not even taking y'all serious. Y'all probably got the gift. But if you don't have your song mixed and mastered properly, mm. if mm. you don't have a good beat, if you mm. don't have a producer that can bring everything out of you to make that hit track, yeah. you're wasting your time. And yes, it's minute, we ministry driven, but you still need to make good quality music. Stop thinking mm-hmm. that it's just good if we can play it on Sunday at your local <laughs> church. No, no, we need to stop thinking that. We are industry now. We here. Listen, yeah. you listening to us right here on Holy Culture Radio, That's right true. here on Sirius XM. That's we true. here. Mm-hmm. We, we, we on the same station as Shade 45 with Sway in the morning. I, I go Howard down the list. Howard, Howard Stern. Stern. Don't play. <laughs> huh? What's my man in New York? What's my man in New York? Uh, uh, Ryan Seacrest and them. Yeah, right, right. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. All them is on our series. Yeah, yeah. We, we right, here. Right. We here, Kirk, right? Kirk Franklin Praise. What are we talking about? I know. We, so that, let's take it seriously now. Y'all be sending us these uh, music and y'all want us to play it. And then when we mm-hmm. don't play it, don't get, get mad. mad because you yeah, ain't taking the business. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. So yeah, listen, we got to get out of here. We got. We'll see y'all tomorrow, same time, same place. Yeah. Listen, kings and queens, go out and be great today. Continue to show the love of Christ. Continue to pick your cross up daily. Now it's a choice. Yeah, you ain't got to pick this cross up. You you ain't got to be say you are an ambassador for Christ. Uh-huh. You can choose. Remember, we free more agents. <laughs> we we get a choice in and a say in if we want to follow God or follow. Mm-hmm. Satan, let's be very clear, because you got to mm-hmm. follow one or two. Yeah. You, either, you either riding with us or colliding with us. That's <laughs> I, that, it's real simple, and we slay demons around here. We, we ain't scared of no. no demons. Ain't no, not at all. <laughs> not at ever. Hey, so we we appreciate y'all. Go out and be great today. Like I said, as always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.